Listen up, Sydney. There's a new kid in town. Mick Malloy has come to play with the big boys. And there's no bigger boy than the king of the West, the Wild Panther, MG. So buckle up. This is going to be one hell of a ride. Mick and MG in the morning. (laughs) What could go wrong? (laughs) Well, it already has twice. (laughs) Tell me what's... Uh, good morning, MG. Good, you. good morning, Good morning, Kat. It's no funny sight in show business and watching you stab at buttons oh. and absolutely nothing happening. It is very nerve-wracking as a person that is in charge of one big important button called the play button and yes. it doesn't work. And it doesn't work. So we've got a solution. I'm just going to play everything off the computer. That is that how we're going to do it? Well, that's what we're going to do. So. Who's been doing the maintenance here? Qantas? <laughs> Got that Qantas. How are you, big fella? Well, I'm awesome. I'm awesome. It's um, maybe it's something to do with the rain we had last night, Cap, because it bucketed down. It bucketed down hail in the hail west. in Penrith. Hail in the west and um, hail. Massive hailstorm in Penrith would have done about twenty million dollars worth of improvements. <laughs> We know where you live, don't forget. We know where you live. Mickey Stain in Double Bay. Mate, look, I'm a little bit eastern suburbs at the moment, but I'm a moving target. You're actually loving it, aren't you? Well, that's why we've got both covered. You're out west. East and west. I'm kind of in a witness protection scheme in the eastern (laughs) suburbs. And we're getting away with it. We've got all bases covered, mate. I love it. So how big was it? Well, it was was massive. It was... um, I, I... with my gym on uh, in South Penrith, when it rains a lot, I've got to bolt down there and make sure that the the driveways aren't filled up because the leaves in the in the gutters overflows the the car park. So, yeah, but, right. so yeah, we were a bit of rain there last night, but hopefully everyone's safe. It's um, yeah, driving in today was beautiful, nice weather. It's going to be thirty odd today. So, uh, driving in was beautiful, was it? Yeah, with double demerit points. Oh, that, I was going slower. Well, where you go, <laughs> Tash was late. Where's Tash? Tash was like Mister Magoo at the moment. <laughs> oh, Magoo, you've done it again. <laughs> Double demerits, everyone. This is a new concept to me. I'm still wrapping my head around it. Like Even at five in the morning, what are you doing? You just kind of well, you, 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 you keep I, it in second gear or something. Do you? Well, I was conscious of it um, because I put a reminder on my phone. The same time last night when I put my alarm on my phone to wake up, which is about 3.40, I also put next to it, don't forget, double demerits. Just to remind me of that, so I don't get out and rush. <laughs> so I stuck, you know, below the the speed limit on the way in here. So I was a little bit late. What's your mood like at three forty? Yeah, Eddie, do you bounce out of bed? Yeah, you do. Yeah, I always beat the How alarm. How do you do that? I don't know. I, I, you know what? I, the worst thing about doing this job is going to bed early. Like sure. when, when all the kids are, you know, going to the fridge and getting snacks and watching Netflix movies or playing darts or playing table tennis. Here's me in bed trying to sleep. You can hear La La Land in the next room and you're going. Dad's got to get up at 3.40. Well, you're doing a darn good job. All right. Big sporting news that you're going to cover. Donald Trump. It sports oh. che- it cheats around. We've got so much to get through. Uh, get on board. Let's get cracking. How long have I been here? Oh, it's less than two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. So it's it's we got a, we got a, a public holiday tomorrow. Yep. Right. I thought I'll book a dinner. I, uh, what could be easier? You know how it works. You ring up and you go, "Hi, I'd like to book dinner." Certainly, so how many? Bang, you're done. Load of bullshit. Here I am now, and I've I've booked it in. I did this personally the other day, and now I'm back, and they've sent me a, a thing right where I've got to go. <laughs> 
they want all my details. Yep. So, and they, they want all my details and then my credit card details. I go, yeah, righto, righto. Because yeah, they, they want to, and rightly so, hospitality's been kicking yes. the balls for so long that if they want to get a $200 down to make sure Fine. you should turn up, I'm totally happy with that. Totally get it. Yep. Uh, so then I fill in all the details, and then I've got to go and find a verifi- verification code. I go, I don't have a verification code. Where do I get a verification code? And it gives me a number of options that I don't understand. So then I get one sent to my phone, right? And then the bank's on the line. Then the banker goes, Shame bang. That someone's used your credit card. No, no, he's saying, here's your, here's, your, here's your one-off verification code. Don't show it to anyone. I write it down, go back to put it in, and it's already changed. Oh. And I have to put all the information in again. Look at this. Oh. Six friggin' verification codes. So, and I'm like an idiot. Oh, so I'm it. going, okay, I've got the phone out. I'm putting it down. And now, quick, Westpac, write it down. Yep. I write it down, go back. I have to open it again. And it starts at the beginning. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> just, just to try and... So, so you've booked this for a sh- no, I've booked for tomorrow. Are you trying to do it for tomorrow? Yes, or no, tonight. Tonight, clock's ticking. Our producer's <laughs> in. You want to get used to this, Danny? Can you? How can you help? Somehow, do you have an answer to this? Yes, I will either try on your phone, or I will call up and I will give them the best producing service. <laughs> I'm happy to pay, but yeah. I can't. No, that's right. It's that's... like these QR codes now that you go, oh. oh, you've got to have a QR code at the table and you've got to do that first. I'm Nothing. getting all I want is, to eat and drink. is some wristles <laughs> and some chips. <laughs> My tummy's rumbling, but I'm bogged down in paperwork. <laughs> How much paperwork do you have to do to get a meal in this city? <laughs> Here's my phone. Get into it. I got you. Watch out for dick pics. That's all. Oh, <laughs> oh he's going to score. Sports with MG. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, my revelation, Mickey, about tennis players never retiring whilst in front was confirmed again yesterday. Unbelievable. When Sebastian Corder, son of uh, Peter, um, who won the Open back in 98, um, mm. retired her whilst trial, uh, trailing in the quarterfinal. Against Russia's Good Lord. Karen Kachinov. What did he do? Sore wrist. These guys. There's there, there, come on, man. We, we, no we've had this. Footballers who've, uh, who've, who've played grand finals with 11 broken, broken jaws, ribs, joke, broken jaws, broken cheekbones. been strapped up and sent back out there. He's, uh, what, he's got a... Look, I, I, I marvel at these guys and girls for their... Um, their endurance and, and how fit they are. And, but when it comes to overcoming injury... On the spot, they, they've got to bite down a little bit of concrete more often. I'm going to put it to you yep. that uh, tennis players, more than most other sportsmen, women, uh, don't mind a bit of the old Suki Lala. Yep. If they're not winning, they can take their bat and ball and go home. If they go, you know what? Uh, I don't reckon I, I can get back from here. Yep. And if I do, it's going to be five sets. I and know. Quite frankly, I've already earned two million this tournament. You know what? I'm good to go. Yep. You've, Thanks, everyone. Yeah, I've got a bit of a limp, and I'm off. I'm off. Yeah, just no other sport. Do you yeah. see people fold? No, like the, a dead the chair fortitude quickly. is non-existent. There's more people carried off a tennis court than there is off an NRL field, or in, in twelve or, months. Or, <laughs> in twelve months, and you go as soon as you, strap you, them up you, and get you, them back out. You can out almost there. see it happening. You can almost see it happening. Like yesterday or the, and the day before, it happened again. You see a player get behind, and all of a sudden they call for the physio. You go, yeah, oh, here we right. go. Yeah, they've yeah, started yeah. it. So uh, now I need a, a break. Now I've gone off. Now I'm not coming back. 
I refuse to bag the court. Do you know what? I've always watched ten- the, the French Open. You know, they play on the onto car. Yep. I always thought the loser of the final should have to bag the court. <laughs> <laughs> Just like it is for you and me when, yes. when we play, big fella. There's also more ball boy trouble. The, yeah, ball boy trouble. Yes, yeah, yesterday the uh, the poor ball kids had to dry the court. Um, they were on their hands and knees. The humiliation of these kids—they're not getting paid. The the good the upside is they get the kid, the towel that they're drying the court with anyway. So how about clean, you know how do? about drying the court yourselves? I mean, t- New South Australian Open—you've got these big super soppers. These kids—they don't, they don't get paid. They're on hands and knees. They're scrubbing the court. If I was a, if a, a Australian Open organizer, I'd be flicking them in the ass with a wet towel as they did it. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> you know, and in, uh, look, in more news again. The Canterbury Panthers have looked like they're going to strike again. The Bulldogs are. Oh my reported- God! Can oh, I just say you have been? Oh my! Uh, you, you stormed in here today. You, well, kicked, you kicked a bin over. You're not happy about this. Well, it's it's you know they've taken Matt Burton, they've taken Billy Kickow, they've taken Stephen Crichton, they've taken Cameron Serrato, which which I think is their best signing, Cameron Serrato. But now they're after young enforcer Spencer Lenu, as their raid on the premiership winners continues. Phil Gould's club confirmed. They had uh, signed gun centre Stephen Crichton, obviously, to a four-year deal. But now I'm hearing that uh, Spencer Lunia, the young 22-year-old firebrand, right. is in their sights. How about, right, how about picking another team, boys? How about, yeah. how about going somewhere else? How about going to your juniors? All right. Nice. All right. Hose <laughs> it down. Quick, Jack. Get us out. Oh, look out. Danny's oh. back. Oh, this will be good. Crisis averted, So yes. Danny was sent to book a restaurant that I said was unbookable, and and she's returned with my phone and defeated, and, no doubt. And credit card? Yeah. No, mate. You're booked. Oh! You're in. I'm booked. You've done you it. You are locked and loaded. How'd you do it? I don't know if I should tell you. I feel like I need to hold on to this ounce of power that now we have yes. created. Yes, I would say so. What happened? <laughs> what was I not doing? You just weren't doing it right. <laughs> Oh. I, hear, I hear that from women a lot. A lot. Hello. All right, you made your point. Get out. Now, uh, this is a terrible story that's come across my desk, and I can't believe it. When you see the headline, Bluey Cocaine Shock, it gets your attention. You go, what's going on? Now, cops have discovered a toy, a bluey toy, stashed with white powder during a drug bust. Oh, uh, and guns were seized as well. Four men have been arrested after allegedly attempting to smuggle cocaine concealed inside a Bluey the Blue Healer toy. Mm. What is going on? What Bluey do to deserve this? I have no <laughs> idea. Although it does explain that episode I saw, Bluey Goes to Mexico. Yeah, true. Which was a good one. Blue- uh, <laughs> Bluey or Capitano. Uh, at the, the closing scene when he's sitting there like Scarface, Bluey in front of a big pile. <laughs> Say hello to my uh, little friend. Good. I was wondering why they were selling bluey toys by the gram. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? It's great. It's great. Explains, explain, maybe explains why my kids are addicted to bluey too. Um, he weighs about a pound. <laughs> it's a good pound. Yeah. Uncut. Uh, <laughs> I had someone ask, come up to me in the street the other day and asked, you know, you got a couple of bucks. I'm, I'm looking for some bluey. <laughs> That's probably why the episodes go 10 minutes instead of 30. Have you wondered? What about the next next Bluey's going to be a marathon? With no blinking. No (laughs) blinking. Bluey's gone bonkers. Looks like Bluey needs a lie down. It's like someone sneak up and. Give Bluey Xanax. Good luck trying to put Bluey down.
take three days, I reckon. <laughs> Do you know he's not the only... I, I'm not the only... If you think about it, a lot of these other kids' characters... Oh, Skippy was on something. <laughs> Skippy. Doing, 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 Boy, could he honk onto a lot. <laughs> Mr. Squiggle. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Squiggle. I don't know what he thought. Here's he was hallucinating. Here's a hog. Thought, thought his nose was a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cookie monster here, the munchies. Don't tell me Elmo's not on the bong. <laughs> hey, can we just talk quickly about Bluey? Yes. Um, because I've, I've done an episode of Bluey. And to me, so it's the Australian equivalent of but doing The Simpsons. You know, over there, it's, it's mm, like to get a guest role on The Simpsons. If you we, get asked to do Bluey well, out here, you we do... Spoke, we spoke to the great uh, Ray Warren last year who grabs when he retired, he got asked to do a, a version on the for the origin on Bluey. And then now uh, and now you were in Bluey. What was your name in Bluey? Uh, Sparky. Because I was playing a tradie, so they called me Sparky. But I thought they called you another name. Well, they, look, <laughs> the nickname of my character was Big Bell. <laughs> Big bell. Oh, is that funny as a cat? Sorry. That, look, because I was wearing a, a builder's belt. A tool belt. Oh, yeah, a tool belt. A tool belt. Not because it was a big belt. Because it was a... <laughs> but this is the truth. Have you got a grab? I you do. Grab me in action. I'm not... See you, Chippy. Oh, is chocolate milk, I mean Chippy, not going with you? <laughs> no, nah, he's got a lift. <laughs> That's not like a Logie's That's clip Oscars. right there. <laughs> But here's the thing, and I'm thinking of suing this lot, because this is true, and I'm not making this up. I am the only animated character on any episode in Bluey who is animated with arse crack. Really? <laughs> no, it's true. We've got it. The yeah, boys out here. Danny's going to put it on our socials. going to put it on our socials. Yep. If you want to see it, yep, I you would... can see they shoot us from behind, me and the tradies, sitting down. You have got grounds. Well, I mean, and... Yep. I've seen it. It's, 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 it's incriminating. Oh, wonderful. Well... <laughs> Our Instagram is surely we're putting Triple M Breakfast. Look that up and you'll see Ask Crack on a Bluey character for the first time ever. <laughs> on Big Bill. <laughs> if it's one topic I love talking about, it's cheating in sport. And one of the best in the business, MG, was Donald J. Trump. <laughs> uh, he ha- owns a number of golf courses and coincidentally owns the course record on all of those courses. <laughs> A bit of Kim, uh, Kim Jong-un. <laughs> Remember Kim Jong-un one day, they one. reported, and played around the golf and had eight, hole, hole, eight, eight holes in ones, uh, and there's only three par threes on the course. Yeah. He owns the papers, he owns the, <laughs> the TV networks, they all believe him. Do you know North Korea once went, like, they, it was a World Cup qualifier, and they went one goal up, and then they stopped the transmission there. They ended up losing 3-1, but they just cut <laughs> the transmission we when they went in front and told everyone, <laughs> we've won. Wow. But Trump's at it again. Yep. Um, he's claimed credit for a club championship despite reportedly not competing in the oh, tournament. Far out. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. He said it was a great honour to have won the senior club championship at Trump, his own international golf club, and one of the best in the country in Palm Beach, Florida. Um, now, what he used to do famously is he used to buy these courses and then play the very first round and then say he had held the course record. <laughs> what about, what yeah, it was 260 <laughs> on the front nine. You told me a story this morning before we went on air about yeah. Donald Trump famously when he's ball into a bunker or the water. and then He was, play, he was playing with a guy and his son, yeah. and his son hit the ball onto the green. Trump hit it into the water. They got onto the green, 
had the kids lining up his putt and the sec- secret security step in and goes, excuse me, that's the prison's ball. They go, the prison's ball went in the water. They go, no, it didn't. I think you'll find the prison's ball did not go into the water. <laughs> when your caddy is the secret service, he used to, he was caught kicking the ball so yeah. many times oh, they hasn't? called him Pelé. Who hasn't? That was who his hasn't kick, He hasn't kicked the ball beyond, from beyond a tree. You, in golf. I said this, I said this before and you were the straight face, you go, oh yeah, I yeah, cheat. In golf. What are you... Well, I make. Uh, what are you up for to? a start? I make noises behind a guy when he drives. Like I just go, <coughs> and then oh, or, yeah. or blow a whistle. Well, that's, yeah, that's um, but a always, if I'm in a bunker, I'll throw sand up and then throw my ball out. Oh. If they're away, I'll, I'll kick it from behind a tree. The, the old hand wedge. Yeah, the old hand wedge. The hand wedge. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I wish I was better at golf because it's a game that I love to master, but I'm just not good at it. Don't and, get caught cheating. If you get caught cheating at golf, they will get. Oh, they'll yeah, come for get, you. Yeah. It's it's yeah. No. I'm always buying the first shout because I'm I've been I've been caught cheating on the golf course. Um, I don't mind cheating if it's uh, very clever and people go to big links. The Olympics has yep. thrown up some fantastic cheats over the year. There was the fen- two fences yep. back in time, and they worked out because when you fence someone and you hit them, it's it's, it's electric, yep. and it goes scoreboard. Well, he'd, he'd put a charge in his own <laughs> inside his own <laughs> blade, so he's just racking up points. This guy's up. He goes, I couldn't even go Prolific. He zorroed him on the ass. What about, what about in Barcelona in the uh, Paralympics when they – Oh, my God. The, every, everyone in the basketball team were able, that, able-bodied. The, no, it was the Italian. Oh, Italians. The Italian uh, disabled or whatever the current description is, uh, basketball team turned out to be able-bodied. Able-bodied. How badly do you want to win that? I oh, know. Mm, shocking. And, and you'd have to bung it on a bit too. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah, they know. Ham they've, it up a bit. But, which is not great for the game. No, they're all going. To, they're all going to hell. What What about the fence? So in uh, Russia at the Olympics, you know what they did? They were, they were throwing the javelin, and when it came to the Russians' turn to throw the javelin, they opened the doors at either end of the stadium. The breeze, like a massive breeze, came through, <laughs> and, and like the, the javelin went like forty meters further than <laughs> everyone else's. One of the poor officials. Ah, um, here's what I liked: swimmers, and this used to happen in the day. Uh, the Americans and the Australians used to do it to each other. If they were next to each other in lanes, what they would do, they would deliberately break, swim under the rope, and piss in the lane. So oh. they would piss. So, so you would know that when you were diving off, you, you were, got a face full of it. Face full of piss. A bit like a public pool. Hey, should we talk about the great. Are you a cheat? Oh. I want to get to the bottom. Mm. Have you seen some cheating in sport? Yeah. It could be. What's your favourite cheat? Was it fine cotton? It could be. It could be. Could be one of your mates. Have you played golf with MG? Who knows? Dobbin a mate. One triple three five three. Sports cheats. We love it. What about these fishermen recently? Give us a call. One triple three five three. Yes, the fishermen who put weights in the fish. They put. They'd they'd won about six fishing competitions in a row, and of course, it's the weight of the fish that you catch. And all of a sudden, the competitors are going, "This is unbelievable." They got them to cut open the fish. They cut open the fish. All these sinkers fall out. Sinkers. And you know what? If it's one crowd you don't want to get angry, it's a bunch of anglers. <laughs> They're borderline feral at best. Spend a lot of time at sea. Yes. And when they dirty up, they come for you. What about chess? And oh, no, The chess player with the anal beads. So there was a chess player. What? <laughs> yes. You never I, thought you'd hear that in one you, sentence. You, you heard that right. You did. It, he's, he's 100% correct. There was a chess player who... They actually put the wand on now before he plays, the, you know, the airport wand, to yep. do him, because he had a uh, a butt plug, an electronic butt plug, 
How badly do you want to win a game of chess, by the way? But he he had an, he had an anal butt plug in, and it used to vibrate. His coach would send him messages going, uh, like Morse code. I think I'll move my bishop to rook four. Uh, hang on, no, I won't. I'm not. There was, wasn't there something similar on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire back in the early days? I think. No, what was that? Eddie Maguire, <laughs> when he was hosting it. I don't know if. I'm not going to. No, I'm not, not going to link Eddie, Eddie Maguire to a plug. Not Eddie. One, of the, one, one of the contestants had something similar, like a, a buzzer on them, and someone in the crowd. Was oh, giving, they were colluding. Yes, yeah, they were yeah, colluding. No, and I, I knew that. One, triple, three, five, three. Uh, we're talking sports cheats. Uh, Robert's on the line. Uh, who sticks out in your mind? Robert? Morning, MG and Mickey. Hello, uh, Bobby. What sticks out in the most in my mind would be your team, uh, Mickey, the Melbourne Storm. How oh, dare you? Oh, wow. <laughs> How dare you? That Mr. was a witch hunt, uh, mate. That was a witch hunt. You know it. We all know it. My brother uh, felt the wrath. Oh, well, your brother, man, Matt was playing. Yeah. He was a, a champ down there. Yeah. And he was embroiled in what can only be the great, like a Trump-style stitch-up yep. when you win and he goes, I refuse to acknowledge it. And then you guys retrospectively yep. take it off a champion team. You know what? Hang your head in shame, Sydney. We... A, lot, a lot of new boats after that, apparently, down there. <laughs> Different jet skis. <laughs> Ed's on the line. Ed, Ed who was Good a morning. cheat? Good morning, team. How are you all going? Good, hey, mate. Who was the cheat? Mate, um, I've been involved in motorsport for many, many years, and let me tell you, there's two types of people in motorsport, the losers and the cheats. Okay. Well, have you got a specific incident for us? or? Yeah. Um, there was one car in particular that um, could always manage to do more laps than everybody else. Mm. And when it was examined, because the fuel tanks and that had to be sized to a certain capacity, yeah. you could drain that fuel tank and the exact amount of fuel would come out. You could fill it back up and the exact amount of fuel went in. And they said, right, we're, we're clear, we're going. Yeah, you're all right, you can go. Take the car back, put it up in the truck on an angle and put two more turns of fuel in. Oh, it oh, wow. That's COVID. Oh, that's no good. What a bum. Thanks for the, yeah. the call. You know what you should get? The Taliban supercar. Yep. Oh, yeah. we spoke about <laughs> Mate, it. that <laughs> thing. That's 1.8 litre engine. <laughs> Toyota Corolla engine. Uh, we've got time for Mark One quickly. More. Mark, you're the cheat, Mark. What oh, did you cheat in? What have you done? Uh, it was last year, mate, at uh, Australia Day. Yeah. We had a big day up at a friend's place on the farm. Yeah. And I had a cousin down from Queensland, and he's a real pain. Anyway, we're playing egg races, you know, on a spoon. Egg and spoon races, absolutely. Yeah. Fiercely contested. Yeah. And as I walked past the table, I stuck the spoon in, in the onion dip, French onion dip, and put the egg on it. <laughs> and I took off. I'm running down there, and I'm running past everyone. I couldn't work out how I did it. <laughs> Don't tell them, because right. you're going to do it again tomorrow? Oh, I'm going to try. Yeah, good boy. If I went up against you, I'd use a double yoker. A double yoker or like an albatross egg. <laughs> Big one. It wouldn't come off. Stories come across my desk. <clears throat> Pardon me. Frog in the throat. Like you've got a big desk. You don't even have a desk. That's true. Well, you do. You have. Oh, You're no. sitting at one right now. I always say to people, see me in my office. <laughs> Wherever that is. That's the pub. That's the pub. Just for front bar of any inner city hotel. You need to track me down. You know my mate Bill Hunter. Yes. I, if people, his own agent used to ring me up and go, oh, "I need to find Bill." I'd go, oh, "I'd go to the Vine." <laughs> what time is it now? 
to go to Vine. If he's not there, check the All Nations. <laughs> and his own agent, the only way he could find him. I can navigate around town by pub. Yes, yes. of course. Yeah, turn left at the standard, <laughs> go right go at the right railway. The and down the Civic. Down the Civic. Then you wait. Now, listen. Uh, not my strong suit, of course, is weddings. Mm. Um, and whenever there's a con- controversy about uh, the bride and the groom, I like to get involved. And a bride has sparked debate uh, online by suggesting that bridesmaids should pay. Pay for the privilege of being a bridesmaid. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's it sparked furious debates. Uh, I'm getting married in August, she said, and I don't expect my bridesmaids to pay for a single thing, including the hen's party. Oh, wow. Just now, Just let's go. To, firstly, before we unpack all that and we unleash the girls here who are good to go, Tash, Tash is <laughs> thumping the table already. Kat, you've got no experience in this department as yet, do you? Oh, well, I have been a lot of bridesmaids. Oh, so I'm always a bridesmaid, so I'm always shelling out the cash. So I'm, I'm all about You're this. You're all for it. Yeah. You've been a bridesmaid and a bride. Yes. Uh, what do you prefer? Been married four times. He married four times. No, I'm a good liar. <laughs> I, I, I was too frightened <laughs> to not believe you. I know. She did, she did it with such aplomb, didn't she? There was no, there was no facial lying or anything. You just went on it. Yeah. Are you happily married? No. Today. Glenn's listening, by the way. Uh, morning, Glenn. <laughs> I'm not going to say what you said about him. Can I just right? say this? Here's man. something that I'm dead against. The idea that there's hen's night and there's bucks nights. Yes. Now there's this push to have them both together. No, like no, night. no. Oh, no, my God. No. World's colliding. Absolutely no good for anyone. That is a disgrace. Also, no father-in-laws at the bucks, bucks night. Oh. Yeah. Oh, come on. Depending no. on their relationship, they might be That's, really good yeah. mates. Uh, okay. Or they may not end up getting married. Yeah. That's <laughs> the other option yeah. here. What about no. mother-in-laws then at yeah, the hens? I don't, I don't care what you do at hens. And by the way, <laughs> while we're on it, there's a push to invite men, the men to the, the baby shower. Oh, come no. on. Oh, on behalf of all men, can I say, please don't. Yeah, please no. don't. We no have one. no interest in going and sitting around and talking doilies. Either do and, we, though. And doilies. have a cup of tea and unwrap a few prezzies. Seriously, so, so Claudia, the girl, I'd who rather said this... stick a white hot poker up my pot pot. <laughs> yeah, so would I. That could be arranged. You know that. Um, so a bridesmaid should say, now, just so I'm straight, bridesmaids have to be single, don't they? No, 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 no. 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 Why do you what do you mean? Have to be single. Have you? Never I, just, been... I just presume. No. The best men have to be. That's why I've been wasting all my energy on this. Is that not true? No. But if you're married, you've had your big day. You can't go back to the. Well, and stand there as a extra. We well, can't catch the yeah. bouquet at the end, can you? Yes, you yeah, can. It could be a but, second marriage. But, oh, come on. You're starting to blur the lines now. <laughs> I don't get it. Okay, bridesmaids, I think, it's incredibly expensive. If you go to five or six weddings. Over your lifetime, that, yeah. It's, you've got to buy the dress. The it's shoes. not like you wear it out somewhere else either. No. Is it? And the Boy, thing that my look. gripe is that some bridesmaids, we all are different shapes and sizes. So you pick one dress you all have to wear. I'm on the muscular side. Yeah, and then right. if I've got a skinny friend, I'm like <laughs> porking myself into this dress. <laughs> so you're, you're, you you're starving yourself from a bridesmaid's dress. <laughs> good answer. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I think it's kind of this girl who, again, known as party girl Cla- uh, Claude's on TikTok. <laughs> I think all... You spend a bit of time on TikTok. No, I'm just reading from the sheet we've got in front of us. Any time we're quoting someone from TikTok, brush it. Really? Yes, come on. That's... 
That's the Chinese-run diplomatic thing that's going to get us oh, in trouble. That's escalated. Well, it is. They're getting all the information, and they're coming in for you. What information are they getting from TikTok? <laughs> Everything. Uh, who's dancing to what songs? Now, listen to me. What the, so, so, firstly, there's the bombshell of the day. Bridesmaids don't have to be single. But they have to. What do they have to what? do? What do they have to do? What are the What are the jobs? Well, you have to organise a hens, which is a big job. It's yes. like a second job, mm-hmm. and then you often have to pay for things unexpectedly for the hens. Mm, like you have what? to organise breakfasts. The stripper. Yep. You have to organise. You have to get the stripper, and so if you go cheap, you go Gumtree. And get a guy with an inflatable pool and his own oils. Oh, jeez. Here we go. You can't make this stuff up, no, by the way. This is uh, quite learned behavior. I've, I've done this all before. And oh. then the dresses. It's expensive. It's a $600 exercise. Easy. Easy. I've had to give up the mail stripping for. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you were getting too many offers. Too, many, too much ogling <laughs> and touching. Plastered all over the front page of the Daily Telegraph today under the headline Guy Kill Threat by Neighbour. Uh, singer Guy Sebastian's neighbour allegedly threatened to kill him when a long-running feud between the pair escalated on Monday. <sighs> According to police, it has escalated. That's uh, right up there. I don't know the background. Uh, Tash has joined us. This has been going on for some six years. It has. Apparently, uh, Guy Sebastian has been undertaking major renovations uh, at his property at Maroubra. Right. Yep. And it's set to go. We've got to be get very careful because this case is going to court uh, next month. Mm-hmm. I'll decide who's in the right, who's in the wrong. Yep, great. What's it about? And it's about the renovations. So Guy and his wife bought this property, major renovations, and there's been an ongoing dispute with the neighbour. And now there's been an AVO allegedly taken out with mm. the neighbour. He's clearly not a fan of Guy no. or his music. No. And that would be annoying if you live lived next to, say, Guy Sebastian and you didn't. Like his music. I mean, imagine if he's in the shower every morning oh. and you had to listen Actually, to this. We planted some microphones. That's it, I'm suing. <laughs> imagine waking up to that every morning. You know, Guy famously once wrote a song for, was it for the Barley Nine, and he wrote a special. Tribute song for the really for, for the bar he did indeed and and when the Barley Nine found out they asked for their execution date to be moved forward. On there, <laughs> <laughs> Tash is trying. I like. Can I say this? I like Guy Sebastian too, but I like jokes better. Well, um, he did say. So he- and so, who's? What do we know about it? What put some meat on the bone for me? So, New South Wales Police have confirmed they were called to a neighbourhood dispute involving threats and spoke to two men. Sebastian's neighbour has been charged with stalking with intent to cause physical harm and damaging property. And as I mentioned, he's set to face court on the 2nd of February. Under the terms of the AVO, he must not contact the singer or go onto his property. I'll, got, I'll, I'll put some meat on the bone for you. Oh, no. <laughs> in, in 2018's guy went on radio about an unnamed resident who he complained about. And then in a separate interview, uh, Sebastian defended his home being described by neighbours as a fortress, saying it didn't have windows at the front because he likes walking around naked. Now, talk about putting some meat yeah. on the bone. I mean, come Maybe. on, mate. Is that too much information or what? He's got, well, at least they're living next to Guy Sebastian, not Meatloaf. <laughs> that would be worse. What is Guy? Why would he give you certain information? Well, he's, walking, well, he's walking around the... The house on his own, singing what? What would he be singing on his own? Oh, naked in the front. Oh, yeah. I'll put some clothes on, Guy. Straight on. Guy, I can see you, Todger. <laughs> <laughs> Through my telescope. 
Hey, one triple three five three. Bad neighbours. Yeah. Have you had one? Uh, let us know. Well, here's my pet hate, and uh, it's not my direct neighbour. It's my neighbours around me. Don't put your dog shit in my bin. Oh. Okay, do not be put your dog shit in my bin. And I'll tell you why. Because my bin goes inside. I live in a warehouse. So everyone just assumes that, you know, oh, I'll put that in there. That doesn't matter. No. Wow. That thing goes in some your dog shit. <laughs> ends up inside my house for a week. So <laughs> I don't mind what the bin's full. If you get a full yeah. bin and you've got your little green bag, you do it. But if the if it's been picked up and it's empty. Yep. Do not put your – look after your own dog. Yeah, yeah. You know why you're picking it up? Because it's your dog. <laughs> Go and put it in your bin. Or just Do not a... put it in my bin because I then have to live with it for a freaking week or inside just... my house. Or just do what I do. <laughs> I have one of them green bags. Yeah. Oh, I'm dobbing on myself again here. <laughs> and I pretend to pick it up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> on the grass. It's fertiliser. That is a – that's fertilizer in the park on the grass. No. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why people go around picking up eggers. <laughs> like if, if it's on concrete, yeah, I, was, I, I get it. But when it's on grass, dissolves. Good old days. Used to be an epidemic. It, it, it dissolves within twenty four hours, and, it, and then all of a sudden that bit of grass goes woo. His kids, kids running around today have never had dog shit on their shoes. No, and that's part of growing up. Oh, what about that's your feet? When you're, what about your feet when you're hanging out towels? Yuck! Good morning. Dude, just a word of warning: Don't put your dog shit in my okay. bin. Okay. Are you one of those people too? If you have a if you have a fender bender, you go and pretend to write a note. So everyone oh, thinks you're leaving yeah. your details. I leave my mate's number. And you just go, just go, ha <laughs> ha, I hit your car. Bad luck, <laughs> loser. Yeah. I'll just you... pop that under the windscreen. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Well, but Sean's on the line. Sean, have you had a dispute with your neighbour? Uh, yeah, good morning, guys. Uh, I sure have. Uh, used to have a neighbour out at Mount Druid MG when I was living out there. And yep. uh, we used to travel to work together and everything. Had a pretty reputable biscuit company in Western Sydney. Yep. And um, one day we went for a job interview. Both of us, same job. I got the job and... He did it, so he started doing things to the wife's car and keying him and keying the Ugh. car and everything like that. And I couldn't really give him a touch-up, MG, because he was a bit of a snitch. So yep, yep. I used to sit in his pool and watch me over the fence and have a smirk on his face. So I thought, I'm going to get this bastard. I threw a whole packet of fishing hooks into his pool. So uh, when, they jumped in the, when they jumped in the pool next time, they got a foot full of bloody fishing hooks. And, uh, yeah, I could hear him screaming. Oh, shorty, shorty. Oh, short. I just, think we know who won that round. We don't condone violence on this show, but uh, that was quite clever. MG's Sport Report. Yeah, on the back of Jimmy Jeffries. He's committed to the Bears, too. He, he really is. He really is. He's um and look, he's he's made some revelations away from the microphone that wow. You you I think you stunned him when you I, said PNG. Yes. Uh, do you have Intel or was that just a stab no, in the dark? No, or were I, I know, you, the only, what do you know? The only country in the world, Mickey, where rugby league is a national sport is PNG. It makes sense that they're inevitably going to have a team in the NRL. because they've How got, good would that team be straight off the bat? Well, not straight away because they've got a team in the Queensland Cup that were really good a few years ago, but they've come back to the the, the field somewhat. But if you know, with an influx of uh, NRL, current NRL players, they could be anything. I, I still think the Perth uh, co- combination with the Bears would be best. But anyway, I'm biased on that. Speaking what about of, the uh, whole Pacific region? <laughs> what? Well, what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> Do you name something I don't know? No, I'm just putting it to oh, you. Oh, like Tonga and Samoa and well, Fiji. Well, if, and... if you did that, 
surely you'd have a great oh wow nest backyard. you'd have a fantastic uh, nursery <laughs> I don't and great and a great place to go for a holiday when you play <laughs> everyone want to play there who are you playing this week at home <laughs> oh, I was hoping to play in Benwado <laughs> that'd be good Benwado and then <laughs> and then Fiji Fiji <laughs> anyway, we're on to something. The Maldives. Is the Maldives um, in the, the, uh, the, the Pacific? The, the Bulldogs the team pursu- out of the pursuing of the yep. Panther continues. This time, uh, well, look, Panthers... You're not happy about this. Well, I'm not I'm not this happy, but I'm just... I'd be, I wouldn't be that happy if I'm a Canterbury junior at the moment because they seem to be wanting all Penrith juniors. Um, Matt Burton, <laughs> How many have they got? Matt Burton's there. Billy Kickow, who is not a Penrith junior, he's gone. Cameron Serrato, who's spent nine years at Penrith... As an assistant coach, he's gone. Stephen Crichton, gone. Now it looks like a young up-and-coming forward who is a really good player, Spencer Lenu, is the latest target for the Bulldogs as, as they continue to ransack the Panthers' uh, roster. It's, it's A lot of people saying it's healthy for the game if Penrith lose players, but I... I disagree. Obviously, I'm a Panther man. But they're all going to the same place. They're so they're like the raiding place. the Bicky Jar. Well, and, the, and if, as Penrith spend a lot of, you know, my ignorance, excuse me, but spend a lot of time getting all this together and nurturing and creating. And and I suppose that is part, Mickey, of, of why a team hasn't gone back to back to back since Parramatta in the, in the early 80s. Um, Penrith, if they, make, if they happen to win the cop this year, would be one of the best accomplishments ever because we're in an era now with – Severe salary cap restrictions. Yep. When back in the eighties, when Parramatta won the comp, there was no salary cap. So laissez faire. Uh, there's been a few teams that have gone two in a row, but uh, for Penrith to win three comps in a row, they've got to have all things working for them. And I think and they can. How far can the Bulldogs go? Can well, I, think, I, I, th- I mean, is this a long term strategy, or is this uh, we want to see results uh, on the table? This I, I, look, they're putting all their money into a, their their salary cap into a, mm, a, a quarter of their roster. So you've got to think this is a quick. Fix for them. They want to win the comp within two or three years, yeah. um, which I don't think you can. You can't buy competitions in the NRL. That's too hard in any sport. Uh, you got to you got to nurture them and come through the system. And but anyway, good luck with that, Panthers. Uh, uh, trial game start in under uh, two weeks, so we can't wait. Good stuff. Beautiful day, of course. Uh, tomorrow's a public holiday. They're all beautiful days to me. Just quickly, I d- this is my opinion. Yes. And no one else's. As we go into another Australia day, I just would prefer to be able to celebrate it with all Australians mm-hmm. and all Australians were happy to do it. You know what it is for me? It's a public holiday. Yeah, Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. That's what we like. Here's what I'd like. Attach it to a friggin' weekend. <laughs> yeah. I'll come along. I'm not religious at all, but I love the public holidays Jesus has given me. Yes. I'm happy to take this public holiday anywhere you like, but I really like, wouldn't it be great to have a day on a day when all Australians can go mm-hmm. Aren't we all great? Yep. That's the end of it. What are you going to do? Going to my dentist tomorrow, uh, the Perrys, uh, who usually put on a good spread. You go to your dentist for, yeah, on a public holiday. Yeah, they've got five, That's acres, going to cost you. five acres of splendor. We usually ride some motorbikes and have a swim and have a beautiful barbecue. Oh, sounds like a reality show. Oh, Good is. on you, Tash. What are you up to? I'll film it. <laughs> they should have made Friday a public holiday. Who's so, going to turn up to We're not working on Friday, are we? We are yeah, not. Yeah, we are. No, oh, are we? Oh, I was turning up. No, we're not on Friday, sure. Oh, okay. I must have missed a meeting. What are you doing, Kat? <laughs> um, I'm having a lunch with the girls and we're going to natter. I'm coming. <laughs> you want to come? That is going to be fun. <laughs> Can we make it a baby shower? That would be oh. <laughs> Or a bridesmaid. Have a great day. Have Bye. a good night, everybody. Nick Malloy, MG in the morning.